Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is the Tuesday after Holy Trinity. We are now entering into the season after Pentecost, which is also called Ordinary Time, and our Gospel readings each week will place us alongside of the disciples following Jesus and witnessing all that he says and does. This week we're going to do things a little differently. Our Bible reading and reflection will return each day to the Gospel reading assigned for the coming Sunday. Today we will read this story again and start to recreate the story this man told his village about all that God had done for him. We begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days God has spoken to us by a son. A reading this morning, once again, from Luke chapter 8, beginning at verse 26. Then Jesus and his disciples arrived at the region of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. And as Jesus stepped out on shore, a man from the city who had demons met him. For a long time he had not worn any clothes, and he did not live in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, and he fell down before him, shouting, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would break the bonds and be driven by the demons into the wild. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss. Now there on the hillside a large herd of swine was feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these, so he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd stampeded down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swineherds saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened, and when they came to see Jesus, they found the man whom the demons had gone from, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they became frightened. Those who had seen it 
told them how the one told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then the whole throng of people surrounding the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. The story ends with Jesus telling this man to return to his home and proclaim all that God has done for them. So this week we're going to map out his story and imagine how he might have told it first to his family, then to the village, and finally to anyone far and wide who would listen to it. And in the process we might discover something about the telling of our own story of all that God has done for us. This man's story is a story of dramatic change, a dramatic change that Jesus brings about. But before we get to that change, we have to know what things were like for this man before his transformation. So the first step to reconstructing his story is to tell what life was like for him before Jesus came. To do that, what do we need to know about him? Well, here's what we do know. For a long time, he had been tormented by demons. He wasn't wearing any clothes. He didn't live in a house, but he lived among the tombs. From time to time, these demons would seize him, and when they would seize him, he would go, he would be violent. The people in the village tried to guard him, and they kept him in chains and shackles. But in his fits, he would break free from those shackles, and the demons would drive him out into the wild. It seems he lived more as a beast than a man. Under the power of these demons, so many demons that they took to calling him legion, he lived like an animal, stripped of everything that makes a human being a human being. He had become a monster, without a voice, or even a name of his own anymore. Any name that he had 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 been lost in this affliction. Separated as we are and at a safe distance from his deliverance, we can feel for him. And with compassion, we can wonder what it would have been like to be him, living in a way that he neither sought nor desired, but also powerless to free himself. What had his family thought? How had their heart broken to see him suffering in this way? How had they suffered, maybe from his violence? That was his life, his pitiful and heartbreaking life. But as we consider his story before the day that he met Jesus, we also find echoes of the stories of those who are tormented and powerless before the demons that possess them, even though they have the appearance of power, and maybe even the power of violent force to make others fear them. My mind runs to the young men who have been driven to violence, transformed into beasts who would shoot and kill children, or people shopping on a Saturday morning. There are probably plenty more examples that come to mind, and we probably don't have to run that far away before we start to see powers within this world that seem to change and transform people, that seem to 
change the way in which they talk so that they're not even recognizable anymore. But lest we start our day in despair. Remember that this is a story of God's salvation coming to this city and most powerfully to this man. So it's always good that when we discover the demonic in ourselves, in the world around us, to remember that Christ has come and has set us free so that the evil foe has no power over us. That's what this man's story is going to proclaim. But right now, we're just getting started, starting to understand what life would have been like for him before Jesus entered his life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes everything new. Especially we thank you today for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all of your gifts of healing and forgiveness for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders, the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for who else, for what else do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.